Blog Talk Radio.
to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. I uh, should be joined by Brother from Kensington, Kansas. Possibly have Sean on the phone, and you know who knows what intercessors and friends will join us tonight. So we're trying out some new technology. Uh, I was able to get some uh, Skype-friendly uh, headphones, so we'll see how this works out. Hopefully we'll have a little better broadcast than we have the last few days. Uh, Fortunately, the Lord uh, blessed us this week and we were able to do that. So glory to God. So praise God. Let's open up in a word of prayer and just see where we go from there. And then we're going to get into a little more worship tonight just to set the mood. And then we're going to pray and get into the word tonight. Praise God. So if you're just tuning you can Contact us at 619-638-8458. Check out the website at prayerinternational.org. You can always go to our email if you need to reach us that way. It's prayerinternational at gmail.com. All right, praise God. Well, Father, we just thank you for Jesus tonight, Lord. We thank you for your precious blood that was shed not only for our salvation, but for our freedom, for our deliverance, for our healing. And, Father, you said, Lord God, that all the promises of God are yes and amen in him. And, Lord, we just trust you tonight. We know, Father, that you're not a man that you should lie, nor the Son of God that you should repent. But, Father, when you speak, Father, you speak truth. And your promises, Father, you bring them to pass. You're not slack concerning your promises, Father. So tonight, Lord, we stand on your word, Lord. And we just say, Lord... Hallowed be your name. Your name is holy, Father. Your name is set apart, Father. We lift your name above every other name that can be named, Lord. And we just declare that every knee will bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the Father. And we thank you, Lord. In our midst, you're ruling and reigning in our midst. Father, we just give you just give glory tonight, Lord God. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in our midst. Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you're moving by your spirit tonight. Father, we invite your Holy Spirit tonight. Father, we say, have your way, Lord. Have your way in this place, Lord. Have your way, Father, to every heart, every hungry heart, Lord God, that opens up to you tonight, that opens up to your spirit, Lord. Father, we say, Lord, open up the ears and give your people ears to hear what your spirit is saying. Father, open up our eyes, Father, from a kingly perspective, a kingdom vision, a kingdom agenda, Father. Your opinions. 
Begin to download your desires. Begin to show us your perspective so we can see. Father, heal our eyes. Lord, not only in the spiritual, but struggling, Lord, even in their eyesight tonight, Father God, we just pray, Lord, heal eyes, open up eyes, correct vision, spiritually and naturally. Thank you tonight, Lord God, that you are bringing your word to pass. We thank you, Father, that this is a leap year month. We are going to leap into the new thing of God. Lord, we thank you that you're going to expedite us. Lord, you're going to shoot us out. Lord God, launch us out, Lord, into the deep. Father, your people. And Lord, we thank you, Father God, for speaking to the hearts tonight. Now, Father, we just pray, Lord God, your kingdom come and your will be done. Father, touch people's hearts tonight. Lord, we're open to your Holy Spirit. We're open to what you want to say to us tonight, Father. Father, we thank you that you hear us when we pray, Lord, and that you're not an idol that's made out of wood, but some stone statue, Lord, that, Father, you're a living God. Thank you, Father, you're living, and you are alive. You're not just a story. You're not a history book. You're a school lesson. But, Father, you are real, and we give you praise for that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Brother Paul, we got you patched in. Uh, you want to pray? You want to share your heart? Glory to God. All right, well, um, the lines are open. If you need 619-638-8458, we're just going to roll with it tonight. Um, hope things are clear. If uh, if I am breaking up, let me know. Yeah, kind of adjusting things tonight. So let me know. You know, if you're hearing this and uh, it is staticky or breaking up or having some issues, just communicate with us in the chat room, and we'll do what we can to adjust those uh, settings. So praise the Lord. Well, we chat room tonight. Those of you that are staying faithful to pray and. Support us with your prayers and your encouragement and your testimonies and just stay online community that we have more or less put together over the last few months and over the really over this last year. I guess this actually marks uh pretty close to the one year mark since we started. And so we would just want to thank those who are joining our online community. And I uh, just want to encourage you to pray, you know, as the prayer requests come in. You know, God hears our prayers on this platform. But if you're a child of the Most High God and you're washed in the blood of Jesus, and when you come to God, you believe that he has your prayers too. And so lift up to the Father and reach out in humility and begin to trust God with your circumstances and begin to trust God with this season of your life, whether it be relational, whether it be financial, whether it be a healing issue, a physical issue that you need to receive a miracle for. Maybe it's a soul issue and you need to get things right with the Whatever it is, don't be afraid to ask. Jesus said you have not because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask. 
So, you know, I want to encourage you, ask. Ask the Lord. Reach out to the Lord. He says, if you ask, you shall receive. Now, how do we know that ask will receive? Listen, God says this. Okay, if you being evil, and Jesus said it this way. He said, if if you, being human, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does the Heavenly Father want to give good gifts to those that ask? If, if you ask for bread, he's not going to give you a stone. If you ask for an egg, he's not going to give you a serpent or a scorpion. Listen, and if you ask, you're going to receive so we encourage you, whatever it is that you need from the Lord, don't be afraid to ask. You know, the book of James, and since we're talking about asking, the first chapter of the book of James says this. It says, you know, if you, any of you lack God, and I'm going to paraphrase We'll get into some of it. I'll, I'll open it up here in a minute, but I'm not sure if I'm going to stay there, so I'm going to briefly Paraphrase a little. It says this, if any of you ask, let him ask God, who gives liberally to all men, and he upbraids not, he doesn't hold back. But whenever you ask, let him ask in faith. This man is unstable in all his ways. And if I'm not getting it point on point, please forgive me. I'm just going by memory here. Or sometimes the, but uh, if you ask, ask in faith. For a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And when you ask, think that the double-mindedness. If you ask in double-mindedness, don't think you're going to receive anything from the Lord. What God is saying is this: in faith, don't waver between two opinions. Because see, when you waver between the Two options of the sea that's blown about by the wind, tossed to and fro. You see, Jesus actually gave another example of this. He said there's a certain type of man that's built his house on a rock. And when the winds and the waves and the storms of life come, that house, that foundation, that solid rock foundation stands. It doesn't collapse. And he likened that man to the person that hears the word of God and obeys it, walks in obedience. Well, how are you going to hear God? God. Faithation, where you're pouring your heart out before the Lord verbally, as well as the inner uh, most depths of your heart you're just pouring them out to the Lord sometimes words can't express what we feel in our heart but you're pouring your heart out to the Lord and see it's not a one-sided relationship see when he says this if you draw near to me if you draw near to me I'll draw near you to you what that means is whatever you put out there whatever you give to the father he's going to give back to you and more and so if you're going to him and you're pouring your heart out to him, what do you think he's He's going to begin to pour his heart out to you? He's going to begin to reveal his heart, reveal his desires, what's on his mind. 
share what his plans and his purposes, what his will is. And he'll begin to communicate that to you by the Holy Spirit through the Word of God, through speaking into your your knower, your conscience, your spirit, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes we get gut feelings or we're led by that inner voice on the inside. That's one way God communicates. Sometimes he speaks through people or through the Bible. Sometimes he uses media to reach people. Whatever he uses, sometimes he just uses stance. But whatever it is, as you begin to draw God, there's a promise that says he's going to draw near to you. In fact, the New Testament promise puts it this way, Jeremiah 33, 3. It says, call unto me and I will answer you. And I will show you. Now let's stop there. Call unto God. Call out to God. Cry out to him. Reach out to him. And what's he going to do? He's going to answer you. It's not a one-sided conversation. It's a two-sided conversation. Fortunately for us, we've been in such a formulated prayer life or we're you know, we've been taught it's all about the words that we pray or the things that we say, which does have a lot to do with it. But sometimes people stop there. They say everything they want to say, they pray everything they ask and they intercede and they even at times have to beg God or whatever they do. But then they never get they never get quiet. They never settle their spirits down in the presence of the Lord, to wait upon God for God to speak. And you know, just like anything, in any conversation, if you do all the talking, and with that being said, I'm about to turn it over to my brother Paul here in a minute, but in most conversations, if you do all the talking, and you never give somebody a chance to answer or or share their side of things, Sometimes it becomes a very frustrating conversation, and the other party is in edgewise, if I could say it like that, never gets their two cents in, never gets to put in any input into the conversation, can get very frustrated and want to leave. I'm going somewhere with this. And in prayer, if we don't come in, and we don't give the Holy Spirit his time to come down and and speak to our hearts. We don't give God, the Holy Spirit, his time to interject his thoughts and feelings and his purposes into our life. Then many times he will get frustrated and grieved. And he will leave. His manifested presence will depart. Now I'm not saying God will forsake you. But I am saying that knowing God's with you. And knowing that God's manifested person of the Holy Spirit is among you and you're encountering him and you're experiencing him and you're you're listening to him. Big difference. And so why am I saying this? Listen, call unto me and I'll answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. And so if you're gonna take the time to pray, really take and learn the there's a Verse in the, the and know that I am God. 
also says this, that the secrets of the Lord are with those that fear him. And that word fear doesn't mean to just be afraid of, but it means to, to have an awe, respect for. And if we don't respect the Holy Spirit in prayer, we'll never get to know his voice. And if we never get to know his voice, we'll never get a chance to obey what he's speaking. And the Bible says that man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So if you're not hearing, you're not living your life to its full potential. So with that being said, I just wanted to share a little bit about prayer. This is Prayer International Radio. I'm turning uh, the, the platform over to my brother Paul briefly. Paul, are you there? Brother Paul? Yes, sir, I'm here. Can you hear me okay? Uh, for a minute I couldn't, but uh, I got gotcha. you. Um, well, I, you know, I have all these spell checks. Um, you know, I'm on my headset tonight. I didn't I didn't want to break up any, so I put on my headset tonight. You know, my wife Amen. says I talk so softly that y'all probably can't hear me. <laughs> So forgive me if I talk too soft. Now you're fine. I can hear you loud and clear. I, I take it that's what everybody else is hearing. So uh, feel free to, you know, share your heart for a while. Hallelujah. Well, um, good morning, Vietnam. Amen. <laughs> and Singapore. Amen. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Isn't that what he said in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Well, uh, hello to everybody that's listening. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to an email, so just bear with me one second here. Um, anyway, good Friday evening. Uh, I hope we have some good Soggy Bottom Brothers preaching tonight going on here. Um, I was listening to their song, Oh Brother, How Art Thou? And um, I thought, you know, that's about what we do. I was I was looking at their beautiful uniforms that they were wearing. You know, the Soggy Bottom <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> yeah, what a great you know, I, Yeah, I, I thought to myself, hey, that's us, the Soggy Bottom Brothers. You know? Amen. <laughs> uh, Amen. You know, jailhouse preaching. Live every night. So anyway, um, let me see who's in the uh, um, pampering salon over there at the chat room. I see Sherry's there, and um, uh, we did lift her son up to the Lord. Um, actually, we you know, we prayed for Andrew last night. Um, I understand we need some more prayer, and we'll do that. Yes. Um, we need to pray over her, um, landlord, Joe, the, you know, um, I'm going to stop there for a second. I'm just going to give y'all a little testimony, um, because, and then, then I'll 
if I lose my track, y'all just type to me and tell me, uh, go back to pray for Joe. But the reason right. why I want to pray for Joe is I don't care if Joe is a believer or not, okay? Um, I live in a, a rural town. Uh, I'm, I'm so rural that I don't even think that you can find me on um, satellite, okay? Um, you may see the street map, but that's it, okay? So technology hasn't even caught up to us in Kansas where I'm at. I'm so rural. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I'm joking. Um, so um, my neighbor next door, next door to me is a lot. And then there's a big old 900-square-foot steel barn building on the back part of the property. And then on the corner, there's a house. That's that's my neighbor on the corner. And then, of course, I got an elderly couple that lives next door to me. They're 80 years old. So, But, you know, my lady, the lady and her husband that lives on the corner, they have two dogs, I think three dogs, yeah, a big old Labrador as big as a St. Bernard. And they got these other two little puppies, okay, uh, that, that those two together are not, they're not even as big as one dog's head. And, <clears throat> you know, uh, I truly try to live, you know, in the spirit of excellence, you know. Um, you know, it's the highest quality presently available to mankind. And um, regardless of where we live, um, you know, I, I can live in a cardboard box, and with the favor of God on my life, I guarantee you, I could deck that cardboard box under a bridge, you know, and they'd be calling the police every night because they'd, somebody would be trying to break in my cardboard box, okay? <clears throat> because it, it would be a Taj Mahal cardboard box. So I say to all that to say this, my neighbor's dog, they just let him out of the house, and that dog, you know, comes over and hockeys in my front yard, okay? And, you know, my, it got my yard looking like a uh, a feedlot. Now, if you're in the city, you know, if you're right in downtown Singapore, you may not know what a feedlot is. But, you know, in the cattle business, um, they bring the cattle to the feedlot. You know, it's the last place before they go slaughter so they can put all that good food in them and get them fat, okay? And, you know, there isn't no grazing. I mean, they stand. All they do is they stand and eat. And, you know, my neighbor's dog comes over here hawking in my yard. I think that's a good Christian word for it. But, I, you know, I, I walk out my, my front door, and when I come home, you know, I turn into a gorilla almost. I look at that, and I think, you know, I just can't believe my neighbor sits there smoking her cigar or her cigarette, and uh, she watches, she lets her dog out the front door and watches them come over here and get in my yard. You know, I come from an area that everybody runs around with a, a loaf of bread bag on their hand, and they pick it up, and they put it in a bag, and they drop it in the trash can when they get home. And then she's a lovely lady. She's blind. You know, her husband's nice. You know, they're about our age, you know, maybe a couple of years older, and, you know, I, I've been thinking about it. You know, how can I approach her? But I just don't think I, because this is like her kid that I'm 
going to raise a stink about it. Even if I do it in a very Christian-like manner, I, I don't think I think the Christian-like manner is the worst way to do it. But uh, I may be wrong. So um, I talked about it at Promise Keepers. Man, I tell them, look, man, I really need prayer. I asked my mayor, I said, do you think if I shot that dog with a, a paint gun, you know, pow, it, you know, stung him. You know, he, he quit coming over here. He told me how to put up an electric fence. And I thought, oh, yeah, that'd go over real great, man. You know, they see me out there all electric fence. Because we don't have city artists out here where we are, you know what I mean? So, and y'all need to hear this. This is really a, a great testimony. So, you know, I got a brother of mine in Christ named Christopher, and, you know, uh, you know, the Lord may use me to pray for people. The Lord knows I have a good heart, you know. Um, there's still some um, filth in there that he's pressing out. But, you know, uh, there are things in my life that I have crosses to bear, just like everybody else does, you know, uh, regardless how many hours a week that I give the Lord, you know, for whatever people may call ministry. But Christopher always tells me, give it to God. And that's easy to say. It's easy to say when you're the other person. Oh, give it to God, my friend. Amen. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. It's it. real easy. Wife, you know, or you know, me and my wife was just in a discussion, and you know, that's what she tells me. And I, I, I just walk away from her, you know. And I know she's right. Um, but Christopher told me get it, give it to God, and I've been praying. You know, Father in heaven, I know my neighbor's blind. You know, um, they are believers. You know, I don't know if they are a, a believer as far as have they accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior of above, John 3, 3. You know, the real McCoy Savior, sinner's prayer. Um not none of this, go to the fair and get dunked in water for a dollar and, you know, you're baptized and you're going to heaven. So we've been praying for it. I didn't want to say nothing to them because I don't believe anything I can tell them it would work. <clears throat> and so I just gave it to God. You know, I followed some, you know, very limbo advice <laughs> at the minute, you know, which is the best advice that I could have ever got. You know, a doctor wouldn't even give me that good of advice. So we've been praying for it. This was two Fridays ago. And the promise keepers, they laughed at me uh, because I don't lie about nothing, you know. I tell them exactly how it is, you know. Um, and, you know, everybody wants that promise keepers. They're all a bunch of saints. But when they get out there in the field and they bump their head and all, you know, they all got issues. And, you know, for the most part, they're, we're, we're all, they're all good guys. I'm not, I'm not knocking them. So anyway, long story short, I've been noticing as a Monday this week, when I look out my window, um, I've been looking out my window quite a bit because all the male cats are mistreating um, the women cat, kitten or, or cats in my neighborhood, in my little zone here. You know, they, they're all ganging up on them. And um, so I notice that my neighbor, when she walks out, she's putting her dog She's tying him up to a cable. And I noticed she didn't think nothing about it, you know. Um, dog can't get to the cats, and they're all surrounding these girls. And, excuse me, and 
So, finally yesterday, it dawned on me. My neighbor, who sits out there drinking her beer and smoking her cigarette, watching her dog come over here in my yard, um, she is now tying her um, dog up. They come out, they just clip it onto a pole. It's got a big old cable on it, you know? Uh, she's never done that, you know? Amen. Um, I, Hallelujah. I, I haven't. Hey, I, let me tell you something. If God is so awesome that he can talk to my neighbor next door, and I'm not saying nothing to them about because they drink and they smoke cigarettes. Hey, I, you know, I, I believe that there's a way for them to go to heaven. They're great people. We, we love them. Um, but I don't like their dog coming over here and hockeying in my yard because I'm the one that's got to clean it up. And so I say all that to say this. If, if God can minister, you know, uh, to my neighbor that don't go to church, you know, they're, they're great people. You know, they're where I was, and, and I'm no better than them. You know, I've just some of the trash has fallen off of me, but I still have other trash that God's working on. He's got a whole list of it. I say all that to say this about Joe, which is Sherry's landlord. Though he may be the son of the of the original owner of the house, because how property gets passed down through family. I know for a fact that the that the Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, which is the Jehovah, is our peace. Okay. Jehovah Kadesh, which they call Jehovah who sanctifies. You know, the God that we serve is so awesome. You know, that I know for a fact that if we pray for Joe. That God's going to send his angels down there, and he's going to sit on Joe. And he's going to sit on Joe till he presses all that uh, resentfulness that he has for women, you know. Um, resentfulness that he may have because he thinks he's higher in class than somebody or better than somebody. I guarantee you we serve a God. Christopher will tell you, he will press it right out of him, won't he, Christopher? So, um, I think my testimony, Christopher, may have fell out slain in the spirit. <laughs> now I'm I'm with you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, 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 getting, used, I had, getting used to this mute button. Uh, yeah, I had a different window yeah, open. You know what I mean? In the, Amen. Yeah, hey. You know, uh, it's like a landing gear. Don't forget, before you land, you got to make sure your landing gear is down. That's right. You know, that's why if you ever say, All right, okay, Paul, you there? And I'm sitting there going, yeah, hey, hey everybody. Hey, y'all. <laughs> and, I, and I got my mute button down. You know, I, I'm, I'm, we're just, we're getting warm. So, anyway, guys, um, Sherry. Uh, just so you know, and uh, you can see for yourself, um, uh, we're going to pray for Joe, and we're going to stay in front of God on Joe. We're going to mm -hmm. 
we're going to pray for Joe. We're going to keep thanking job, uh, God for Joe. And um, because he is an awesome God. And, um, uh, you know, you, you come to our show. You're a partner with us, you know. Um, uh, you sow seed into the ministry. And, and I'll tell you guys, because of a conversation I've had with Sherry regarding seed sowing, you know, everyone's income is different. And uh, if God puts on somebody's heart to sow seed, um, just because somebody may send $10 and somebody may send 40 $2 is all you may have. You know, God don't look at how much seed you send. He looks at how much seed was sent with how much you have in your hand. Okay? And whether it's to Christopher and uh, Sean or it's to somebody else, you know, don't let the devil ever steal your harvest because the devil knows if he can never steal your harvest, he can get your faith. Okay? Um, so we want to pray for uh, um, Sherry for her. She has a, a, a court case coming up for her family on March 8th. Amen. We'll leave it at that. Um, and because I, I, I want to show these listeners and guests of ours and partners of ours that um, God loves you just like he does us. You have the same Holy Amen. Ghost that we have. And uh, God will use you He'll use Andrew. Uh, he'll use all of us. God God created us. Why would he not use us? He sowed his son, his seed, his only seed. He sowed him at Calvary for all of us. So why would he not give us favor? You know, it's, it's up to us to ignite the fire. He's just sitting there waiting. So, you know, I, I hope that just something as little as this dog next door, which to me is major because, you know, I was in here with black powder and rock salt and babies, you know. Um, and if my mayor wouldn't have told me I would have gotten in trouble, I would have been putting some salt in the flesh of that dog. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and probably out, probably out there laying hands on it five minutes later. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm normal, guys. So, and, and me and Christopher talk about this stuff all the time. I just want you yeah. guys to see that, that we're not a bunch of theologians here. You know, we, we we are put to the litmus test every day of our life. Okay? Amen. And uh, so, my direction has become very clear at this point. I may lose my connection outside of work, and a storm is coming. Well, um... That storm that you have coming, you just look at that storm just like me and my wife looked at the storm when we drove from Dallas, Texas to McAllen, Texas, while everybody else was flying first class, you know, in the air from Dallas to McAllen. Me and my wife drove our Honda um, Element, and it flooded the whole way there, okay? But what you got to understand, we kept commanding those rainstorms clouds to go around us. And all the way from Dallas to McAllen, the roads were wet, but we kept commanding those big old rain clouds in the name of Jesus parked 
And I'm telling you, they would park because of the, the, the vehicle that we, we was blessed with. Miss um, Honda, and Chris will tell you, is a beautiful Honda. You know, the front tires, we needed new tires, and we didn't know that, that, that this guy named Sean Holmberg was going to um, give us uh, this instruction to go out there. So we just ended up going out there. He was, you know, some pretty, you know, they, they were all right, but they, they you know, when, you, when you're talking about a Texas flood, um, they weren't the greatest tires in the world. And so uh, we just had the CD on, and we was, you know, hydroplaning, you know, 11 hours. And but we commanded those storms to go away. And the same storm that you have coming in front of you, just like Jesus, he, he commanded that storm to go away. And God knew that when they were going to go on the other side of the sea, he put that storm up there. And Jesus went to go to sleep because he knew the faith of his disciples was so weak that, that he was going to wake up with a soggy pillow and just say, look, guys, come on, man. You know, Jesus had a, an attitude with him, too, when he woke up, when he had all these weaklings on the boat, you know, crying for help. Amen? Uh, Amen. So it wasn't, it wasn't always rainbows and bunnies with Jesus, I promise you. Okay? So, let's pray. Um, Amen. You know, uh, um, just understand this, Wendy. They can't, no man ever open a door the size that God opens. The littlest hinges in the world open up the biggest doors. You know what I mean? Amen. And when you ask God to open up a door, he's going to open up a door for you that can't no man ever open. And when, when you really get it in your mind, when you really accept it, that you serve God and he, he provides you your income, not man. God just puts you in doors with men that he created. And God will change the countenance of people. He will change the whole emotional makeup in your life. Everywhere you go, because of the seed that God sowed in you 2,000 years ago at Calvary, that same seed is alive today. And everywhere you go, that seed is on fire. Okay? And... We had a we had a lady on uh, I think I you know, I won't I'm gonna go there, but let's pray um, uh, in regarding Sherry. I want everybody to to put their hand towards Ohio, okay? Um, Ohio is under near Chicago, okay? If you're in the Texas area, it's towards Rhode Island line, okay? Lord God. We love you. I thank you, God, that you are a sin-forgiving God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that some 2,000 years ago that you loved us so much that you sold your son, Jesus, into our life at Calvary, which was all of our because of the shed blooding of your son, Jesus, we now walk yes, in victory. Father. Heavenly Father, I don't care what the circumstances look like, Lord God, okay? I believe that you are a merciful God, and I, I believe, Heavenly Father, that you can press the sin, the resentfulness, the uh, prejudiceness, judge, 
judgment mentality, whatever it is, Heavenly Father, that is an abomination to you, that you will sit there and you'll take your children, believers or not, and you'll put them through the wine press. And you'll definitely press everything out of this soul that's required for your lovely daughter to have favor in the name of yes. Jesus. Amen. And Heavenly Father, as we live Joe up in Ohio, as yes, we live Sherry's landlord, we pray, Heavenly Father, that Joe, that the whole makeup of him, his whole countenance, his whole personality, his heart, from the heart comes the man. You can always tell by how we talk the condition of our heart. It's all about the conditioning of a heart. And maybe maybe the Lord will give Christopher something to spin off on this here in a little bit. But it's all conditioning of the heart. Um, if we if, if God can ever get our heart where we're just one hundred percent sold out for God and we can keep our eye on Calvary and not on our circumstances. You know, it'd be a bubble bath every day of our life, you know. Can you imagine? Uh, so, Heavenly yeah. Father, as we lift up Sherry's name to Lord, you are El Shaddai. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You know all of her needs, Heavenly Father. Lord, bring favor to her life. Every door that she enters, Heavenly Father, she will be blessed. Every door that she exits, Heavenly Father, she will be blessed. Concerning her family, concerning her lovely son, Andrew, concerning all of her needs there at the property, 10 acres in northeast Ohio, Heavenly Father, bless Sherry and her family. Bless Sherry and her son. Bless Sherry, Andrew, and her animals, Heavenly Father. Lord God, as she moves forward, as she approaches this court hearing that she has, Heavenly Father, however you change the numbers, however you change the grammar, however you change the details, Heavenly Father, we ask we thank you, Heavenly Father, that Jesus Christ, the best Jewish attorney in the world, is going to be there standing in the gap for her as her advocate. Yes, Father. Saying, you know, Lord, this is your daughter. Yes, Lord. This is your son. We are raising up sons and daughters in Northeast Ohio, Heavenly Father. They will prophesy to the lost. Mm. They will be prophesying. Heavenly Father, Lord God, shed your flavor on them. Shed your favor on them, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we just we, 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 we call things that be not as though they are. That the system it's gonna be the system of the kingdom in the name of Jesus. Lord God, yes, Lord. post your angels all around the ten acres. We call in a Psalms 91 prayer over the 10 acres that she's been at for nine years, and nine is divine in the name of Jesus. Concerning Andrew, Heavenly Father, 
We've been standing in the gap. Heavenly Father, I've been hoping that I, I, I've got a brother out of Alabama that's going to call in. This this gentleman, I pray that the Lord will give me revelation, and I, I pray that the Lord will give me as much scripture knowledge as this guy has um, before I go to heaven. Randy, Apostle Randy Citizen. He's supposed to be calling in, and I would like to get him to pray as well. You know, just just, just different language, different countenance. But as we've been praying for uh, Andrew, Heavenly Father, we continue to stand in the gap. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are dissolving this stone, Heavenly Father. Yes, uh, yes, Lord. Heavenly Father, the uh, um, um, stone, Heavenly Father. That is, let me read this right here quick. Uh, the Ureter, um, Heavenly Father, whatever the need is for Andrew, in the name of Jesus, we bind and curse the spirit of infirmity in his kidneys, Heavenly Father. We bind and we curse his stone, this log, his left ureter. Heavenly Father. Yes, Lord. We bind and curse, we command it to dissolve. Heavenly Father, we pour out your love. Yes, we pour out your oil. We pour out the blood of Jesus on this stone. I command in the name of Jesus that it be gone in Jesus' name, Heavenly Father. Your word says that whatever we ask in John fourteen fourteen, your word says that I will do it. Yes, Lord. So, Father, we'll be standing on your word in the name of Jesus. So, uh, Lord God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. Amen. Yes, Lord. So, I just want to pray, Chris. Yeah, your, your mic sounds good. You broke up a little bit there earlier, but yeah, I mean, hey, I, it sounds like you got some back tires uh, balanced out and got the right air pressure now. Yeah, it might have been the way I had it. Said I've been sort of adjusting it a little. By little, you know, if it's I leave it like it is. Hey, I want to continue to pray real quick for Sherry, and then we're going to pray for Wendy, uh, in, in her situation too. But, uh, concerning for landlord concerning, uh, any, you know, courts or, uh, that you have to face, this is a word for you. The, the Proverbs say this The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, and the Lord will turn it whichever way he chooses. And so I want us to agree concerning your landlord, concerning any authority, concerning any judges, concerning any lawyers, concerning anybody that's in a place of authority in any of your circumstances, that we are declaring that Jesus is the final authority in this situation, and that Jesus is the judge of judges. Jesus is the landlord of landlords. Jesus is the King of Kings, and so we're declaring that He is going to turn every for favor's sake, for His will's sake, every going to be turned for the assignment of God that's on your life, Sherry, so that it can come forth in this season, and for your son, that whatever is going to in this season is going to bring the assignment of God forth in your life, and nothing. Nothing in heaven, nothing in earth can stop what the Lord has ordained, what the Lord has decreed, what the Lord has declared over your life. 
and over Andrew's life. And so we're standing tonight, and Father, in the name of Jesus, I just agree with my sister Sherry and with Andrew, Father, over their household, over the farm, over the 10 acres, in the name of Jesus, that you're posting angels around their doorpost, posting angels around that city. And Father, you are declaring this is a year of favor. This is a year of favor. This is a year of favor for them. And Father, I just declare right now, Father, your word says the king's heart is in the hand, and you turn it whichever way you choose. So, Father, we're declaring, Lord God, turn the hearts. Turn the hearts tonight. Turn the hearts tonight. Turn the hearts of the landlord. Turn the hearts of the judge. Turn the hearts, Father, of everybody involved in this, Lord God, so your will comes forth, your plans and your purpose forth in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we just declare, Father God, we pray until something happens, Lord. You told us, Lord, swing wide, O you gates, and the King of glory will come in. And so tonight, Father, we just declare your glory to come into this situation. Father, your Holy Spirit to begin to move even now and begin to turn hearts. Begin to turn hearts in Jesus' name. And, Father, concerning this uh, report of the doctor, We speak the report of the Lord over Andrew right now. We command these stones to dissolve. We command these stones to shrink. We command these stones to dissolve and disappear. And Father, we speak good health. We speak freedom and liberty over him tonight, Father. He's your son. Sherry's your daughter. And your word for them is freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, and tonight we are declaring liberty over you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, uh, I'd like to also, if 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 you don't mind, Paul, I'm going to actually continue to pray in a flow real quick for Wendy. Um, I also see we may have some callers. Until why don't you pray for Wendy briefly? And I'm gonna I'm gonna check into the screening room. Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm gonna go in there right now. Well, Wendy, uh, more than anything, if you go in the Bible, and yes. It's always easy, you know, like Christopher, you know, um, we both rib each other with our circumstances. And if you go to Matthew 6, okay, um, and you get down to... uh, uh, Let's get down to like 624. Is it 624? Um, okay, yeah, let's just, um, let's just start with 621. It says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Okay, let's just back up a little bit. Let's just, how about we just uh, read Matthew 6. 
I don't want anyone to think that I'm pulling out any scripture. I, 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 let's read it. It says, take care. Take care not. And I'm going to read the Amplified Bible. Take care not to do your good deeds publicly or before men in order to be seen by them. Otherwise, you will have no reward reserved for the awaiting you with and from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, whenever you give to the poor, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites in the synagogues and in the streets like to do, that they may be recognized and honored and praised by him. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward in full already. But when you give to charity, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your deeds of charity may be in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Also, when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners in the street that they may be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward in full already. But when you pray, go into your most private room and close in the door. Pray to your father who is in secret and your father who is in secret. will reward you in the open. And when you pray, do not heap up phrases, multiply words, repeating the same ones over and over as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for much speaking. Do not like them. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you even ask. Pray, therefore, like this, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, kept hollow, kept holy, be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven, left remitted, and let go of our debts, and have given up resentment against our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And we're getting to where I want to go. For if you get for if you forgive people their trespasses, leaving them, letting them go, and giving up resentment, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you don't forgive others their trespasses, reckless and willful sins, leaving them, letting them go, and giving up resentment, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. And whenever you are fasting, do not look gloomy and sour and dreary like the hypocrites, for they put on a dismissal countenance, that their fasting may be apparent to and seen by men, truly I say to you, they have their reward in full already. But when you fast, perfume your head and wash your face. So that when you're fasting, 
so that your fasting may not be noticed by men, but by your father who sees you in secret, and your father who sees you in secret will reward you in the open. I'm not sure why it says that twice in this chapter, uh, it says it repeatedly, but do not gather up, or here we go, do not gather and heap up and store up for yourself treasures on earth. Where the moth and rust and worm consume and destroy, and where thieves break in through the steel, but but gather and heap up and store for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust nor worm consume and destroy, and where thieves do not break up through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be. The eye of the lamp, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, your entire body will be full of light. But if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the very light in you is darkened, how dense is the darkness? We're getting there. It says, therefore I tell you, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or he will stand by one, or he or he will stand by and be devoted to the other one, and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. The simple riches, money, possessions, or whatever is trusted in. It says right here, it says, Therefore I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried. This is where I wanted to get to. Wendy, therefore I tell you, thus says the Lord, therefore I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried about your life. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, or about your body. What you shall put on, it is not is not life greater in quality than food. It's not life greater in quality and the body far above more excellence, far above and more excellent than clothing. Here we go. Wendy, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap, nor gather in the barns, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not much worthy? Are you not are you not worth much more than they? Let's read twenty six again, Wendy. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in the barns, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not much? Are you not worth much more than they are? And who of you, by worrying and being anxious, Wendy, can add one unit of measure to his statue or to the span of his life? 
Wendy, why should you be anxious about clothes? Why should you be anxious about anything? Consider the lilies in the field, Wendy, and earn thoroughly and learn thoroughly how they grow. They neither toil nor do they spin. Wendy, yet I tell you, even Solomon and all his magnificence and all of his excellence, dignity, and grace was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass in the field, which today is alive and green and tomorrow is tossed into the furnace, will he not much more surely clothes you, Wendy? Oh, you have little faith? That's what the Bible says, not me. Uh, I'm not saying, oh, you have little faith in you personally. This is I'm just reading the Bible. Therefore, Wendy, do not worry or be anxious, saying, what are we going to have to eat? What about my job? What are we going to do? What are we going to have to drink? What are we going to have to wear? For the Gentiles, the heathen, wish for and crave diligently and seek all the things. And your heavenly Father knows well that you need them all. It says right here, but seek first the kingdom, but seek first all his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, and then all things taken together will be given you besides. So here you go. So do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow would have its own worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient of each day is its own trouble. Now, I don't study the Amplified Bible. It's real wordy. So, um, you know, I, I generally stay in the King James uh, or the New King James. My wife has me reading. She she reads the Living New Living Translation. So I say all of this to you, Wendy. What happens in life, and you know this, I believe, is we go through seasons. I can talk about Christopher. Because Christopher always talks about seasons. We're not talking about winter, spring, summer, or fall. You know, this isn't the Carol King song. Um, we're talking about seasons at a job. We're talking about seasons of storms, breakthroughs. Six months from now, a year from now, God may be taking you in to a new season at a new job to plant you as a seed to minister to people. It may sound crazy. Um, if you have doors that are looking like they're opening or doors that are closing and you're moving into a new season, just thank God that you're a, a child of the Most High God. Um, you got to walk by faith, not by sight. And believe me, 
Christopher can tell you about some storms that I've gone through. He since he's known me, he's seen me go through two Category Five hurricanes, and at the same time, I'd had you know um, uh, Vegeta Six tornadoes, you know, thirty-six inches of snow. Okay, West Texas sandstorm. Okay, and uh, tsunamis. All at the same time. Um, I mean, it was crazy. Um, and we stood fast on the Word of God. Christopher will tell you. Um, one day I get an email on, on January 21st. And if you go read Proverbs 21, 21.1 says, The hearts of kings are led like rivers and streams. Yeah. Yeah. And... I sat in a property that was mine, but somehow the devil intervened, and you know, and, and, and though the man of God told me in Jesus' name, you know, and said all these wonderful words, you know, um, the storm still was there. Um, we we was there for ten days after they gave us in English and Spanish to get out of a house that I earned. And uh, uh, we moved on, and uh, God brought us to Kansas, you know. And we got to Kansas, and, you know, the devil presented us another storm. Christopher said, he told me the other night that uh, that what God's doing is he's taking 43 years, you know, of heathen, and he's putting me through the dry cleaners and through the press, until he gets all the world out of me, pressing it out of me, he's not—he's not, he not going to give me no supernatural window so that I can go out there and act like an idiot and be a just a a, a a wreck in God's name and just trash God. So, right, uh, you know what I mean? He—he's he, got to wait. He's going to make sure that he presses and presses and presses and presses all that, you know, hardcore. Marine Corps, and uh, you just, you know, uh, in your face, and, you know, uh, soft-spokenness, until God gets all that out of me, you know, he's not going to pour out all that glory that he really has on me, because he don't want me to be an abomination to his name, so the same thing with us, you know, we're, we're clay on the wheel, and so keep your eyes on Jesus, you know, don't look at your circumstances because six months from now, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be remembering us talking about this. You're gonna go, you know, wow, those guys are right, and I did all that worrying, all that worrying that you're doing, you know, for nothing because God's already got a plan for you. He says He has the plans to prosper you, right? So. Amen. Um, Amen. Uh, so, Wendy, let's just do a, a, a short prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, I pray for Wendy. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll pour your spirit out on her. Lord God, I pray that you minister to her. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you give her eyes of a prophet, that you will download dreams and visions into her heart, Heavenly Father, while she's sleeping, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I pray that you'll just touch her in a magnificent way. 
and the Father would touch his daughter, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I pray that you just change her entire countenance, that you give her an old brand new makeover, Heavenly Father, that you change her complexion, the landscape, the regions of her life, Heavenly Father. If you took Lot and Abraham and you took them out into other nations that you gave them, we pray, Heavenly Father, that you give Wendy her own nations and that you will name the stars in the sky just like you did for Abraham, for Wendy, Heavenly Father, because you called her out of darkness into your royal priesthood. And we give you all the glory, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, if she remains steadfast partner with us, steadfast um, guest on our show, that she can come back in the future, Heavenly Father, and tell us what God has done in her life. The same Jehovah Jireh that's worked on Ron, little one ton, all the magnificent things that you have done. You know, if we go back and we look at uh, Philippians 1, which I have been, for some reason, it's really been on my heart a lot lately. I'm, I'm going to read one um, uh, scripture. It's the sixth scripture. Um, I posted it today. But if you go look um, at Philippians 1 6, it says, And I am convinced and sure of this very thing. That he who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ. Right up until the time of his return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you. Amen? So, uh, we thank you, Father, for Wendy. Whatever it is about the Soggy Bottom Brothers preaching that she likes, I thank you that you give us this opportunity, Heavenly Father, to uh, give us this platform that we can reach out and uh, minister to these ladies and the folks that come in here in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Okay. The landing gear. Are we preparing for landing? <laughs> oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. Yeah, the deep button. There we go. Hallelujah. Praise <laughs> Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, I oh, have a chat room. I don't just say this to everybody. I mean, we really are uh, um, sincere, um, you know. Uh, no doubt. How are you feeling, Sherry? Okay. Um, well, Christopher... Tell yes, us sir. The testimony. Give us the testimony about your um, your headset and all. All right. Well, do me a favor. You're going to have to turn those external speakers down. Mine? Somebody's, because we're getting major feedback. Major feedback. 
Okay. I don't know what it, it might be. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Let's let's let me go up here to my cockpit. All right, great. Well, praise God. You know, Paul was asking me to share a little testimony tonight. We were having some issues on and off for the last week or two weeks, and I'll start from the beginning. But uh, about two weeks ago, you know, I started actually doing some video recording and some different series of videos that I put on my uh, computer, and then next thing you know, my hard drive crashed. And I, well, I kept feeling like the Lord was saying, go forward, go forward, keep moving, keep keep going forward. And, you know, here I am thinking this is great. Praise God, God wants me to keep going forward, but I'm having one IT issue after another between a laptop, between a home computer. Uh, I tried to build them, get them built back up and, and get some parts in them and get some things working right and just would not come together. And then finally a week ago, uh, we resolved uh, one of our issues. We we had a brother uh, so you know a, a used laptop into my life, which you know is temporarily and you know fixing the issue, doing the trip. Two days later, in the middle of one of our broadcasts, I get some feedback from a sister of ours in Australia, the first time, saying that. Uh, Nobody could hear me. My f- microphone was cutting out every other word. So then I tried to test it, you know, a few times with Skype and calling a few people locally, called Paul, called Sean. And everybody's like, yeah, it works fine. It works great. So then we get back on there the other night, same microphone, and have the same issue. The minute we start broadcasting, uh, for some reason, every other word, you know, maybe one out of every five actually comes through podcast you know the you know the spirit was moving and things were happening but when it came down to to my input or my time to interject or share it was very muffled or very cut out and it just really kind of messed up the quality of the show and so we got some feedback actually from our sister sherry who's on tonight pet prep radio and she let us know that you know we were having some horrible uh feedback and whatnot responses from a number of people over about a three or four day period, uh, letting us know that our technology was just not really cutting it whenever I would get on there. So we prayed, and um, some things happened this week, praise God, um, that allowed our uh, ministry account to come up a little bit. And um, all I can say is this, we we had enough money in there to cover, you know, what we needed, and uh, we're just going to trust, you know, going into the future for this next month or two, we're going to have enough in there to, you know, do everything that we need to do. But, you know, God gives it to us when we need it, and uh, he He leads us as we go. You know, that's why he says his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. You know, sometimes he only lets us see just enough, you know, just what's at our feet, you know, just what's on our plate for the day, and sometimes not any more than that. You know, Jesus said, don't take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. You know, made reference to the birds. You know, they don't worry about it. The flowers don't worry about things because your heavenly father knows. And then he goes on to say, you know, how much more does your heavenly father care for you being his children? How much more does your heavenly father take care of your needs? And so, you know, I I say this, whatever your needs are, whatever is needed, your assignment 
begin to trust the situation with everything for you to do what he's asking you to do. Now you need to pray for everything you want because if it's not in the realm of what God wants you to do, you may not get it. Then on the other hand, you know, just like the Israelites, they, they got, for some reason, even after the good Lord was blessing them and providing for them and making sure they had plenty to eat and their shoes never wore out on their feet and you know, all these things that the Lord was doing for them, they still got to a place where they began to grumble and complain, and they got to a point where they didn't want any man anymore. They started complaining about it. God, do we have to eat this stuff again? You know, we want some meat. Can you just send us some quail? <laughs> Can you just send us some meat? Well, he did. You know, God gave them what they asked for. He sent them some quail, but the sad thing is that they choked on it. Now, the reason I'm sharing this, you know, sometimes God will give us what we ask for, but we might not like it. So it's better to just begin to believe God for the things that are necessary for your assignment and the things that are necessary for you to do what the Lord did. Now, does, is that not to say God doesn't want us to, to bless us with nice things and wants to give us the desires of our heart? Yes, he He will. But, see, there is a condition in the kingdom, and this is the condition. Seek first my kingdom, God says. Seek first my righteousness, and then all these other things will be added unto you. You see, there's there's a condition, and that condition is seek his kingdom first. Be about holiness. Be about the ways of the master. Be about the ways of God in your life, whether it's your... You know, the condition and the way you carry yourself, your personal holiness, okay, or whether and the things you want to do, and you're checking to see if this is what God's blessing and ordaining for my life. And then take it a step further and begin to examine, does your life chase after the temporal and those external things, those things that we uh, see and taste and hear? Or is your life seeking after those things that are eternal, and those things that are not going to fade away, those things that will last. And, you know, if you're really about the Father's business and you're really about seeking first his kingdom and, and doing what pleases the Lord, then he's going to make sure that you have more than enough. He's going to make sure that you have everything that you need. So, you know, that's all I wanted to say about that, really, is that, you know, trust the Lord. You know, trust the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Paul, you want to share anything? You want to share anything? Um, Yeah, that was a Holy Ghost version. Um, I love to rib you, Chris. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hey, um, yes. Um, well, I feel in my spirit to pray for Tracy. Um, All right. I know Tracy's been working hard, and I know Tracy. I, I, I want to pray for Tracy, and then I'm going to let you pray for Olivia. 
Um, you know, you know, living in circumstances. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, both of these ladies are blessed. Um, my wife definitely walks upright, uh, regardless of how other people act that are in her life. Um, and she has one lady in her life that really acts very bad. And my wife, because of the love of Jesus, she looks at her heart as if it's Jesus and not the circumstances and her actions. She literally separates this woman's soul from her actions. And I'm going to tell you, it takes a lot of Jesus to do that. Um, you know, especially when it's repetitive over and over and over. You know, my wife is going to work tomorrow, and she wasn't even scheduled to work. Um, her cook's out, and so my wife is, not only does she clean the toilets every day and, and stock every day and cut all the meat, she's the butcher, she's the manager, she, she's now doing all the cooking, she's doing it all, you know, and uh, she's tired, she's beat. So, um, and, and now she's going to go into work tomorrow. Um, so, but that's her ministry, and uh, nobody, uh, as she says, nobody ever said it was going to be butterflies and bunnies all the time. So let's pray. I want to pray for Tracy because I know Tracy's been working hard. I want to pray for her hand, um, and we'll move on. Amen. It's eleven. It's, it's eleven thirty-three. Um. So. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Tracy, Lord God. We enter your kingdom presence, Heavenly Father, by the blood. We thank you, Father, that you sowed your seed, Jesus, at Calvary for all of our pain, for all of our sins. And that, Heavenly Father, your word says that, that you would never lie to us, that you're not a man that you should lie. And that every word that protrudes your mouth, Heavenly Father, that it will prosper in the things that you sent it for, not what we call it in for, and that it will not return void. Lord God, we just speak in the name of Jesus that your daughter will receive the 58 covenant blessings in the name of Jesus. Lord God, as she ministers to the lost, as she ministers to the hungry, as she ministers to the women of Texas, Heavenly Father, we pray that your daughter Tracy, that you pour out your spirit on her, Heavenly Father, that you seek out her heart, Heavenly Father, that she seeks out your heart, Heavenly Father, that you pour your spirit out on her, Heavenly Father, that she will see signs, wonders, and miracles in her rearview mirror, that everywhere she goes, Heavenly Father, she will lay hands on the sick, that they will be healed. She will prophesy over people's lives, Heavenly Father, and they will walk in that prophetic word. They will live it out in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray for healing over Tracy. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you heal her heart, that you cleanse her heart, 
that you cleanse her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we take all that burden off of her back, off of her shoulders, off of her mind, off of her heart, and we put it at the cross in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we praise Isaiah 43, verses 4 through 7, that you will bring women of God into her ministry, that you will bring jobs of abundance, jobs of provision. Heavenly Father, as you send her into the households of Texas, we pour out your spirit that you will draw them in from the north, south, east, and west, Heavenly Father, over Tracy, that you will increase her storehouse, that she will have exceedingly abundantly more than she can even imagine in the name of Jesus. She is a sower. Your word says that you will minister seed to the sower. Your word says that you will reap what you sow. And Heavenly Father, as your word says, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And as a laborer of God, Heavenly Father, we pray that her fivefold ministry that she functions in, that she operates in, Heavenly Father, that you will bless it in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Amen. 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 I hear her. I hear her in the background. Did she get out her pop poms? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I think and close this night out with worship So uh, Well Father in the name of Jesus Lord We just come together Father we join together You said if two or more gathered in your name Father you would be in our midst Father if we agree anything touch it would be done Lord And Father right now Lord Father God for Paul Lord for Olivia Lord we thank you Lord God That they're one flesh Father we thank you Lord God That Paul has a Proverbs 31 woman Lord God we just ask Lord God That your blessing be upon her life tonight, Father God, that whatever she puts her hand to, Father, would prosper. Lord, and we just declare, Lord God, that you are in raising her up, Father God, to do great and mighty, Father, to do great and mighty exploits, Father. And, Lord, we just declare right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, you are using her mightily, Father God, to, to sow her life into the soil of the ground, Father God. Lord, you're restore there. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that you are laying the fear of God and the, the presence and the glory of God will follow her everywhere that she goes, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that as she goes forth, Lord, declaring the word of God, your word promises in the book of Mark, Father, chapter 6, that as we believe, signs the Lord God, we can lay cover. Father, we could speak in tongues, Lord, that we could cast out devils, Lord, that we could... Lord, uh, 
Spirit of God, and Lord, as we preach, you would confirm the word, Lord. And we thank you, Father, mightily in our midst, Lord. You're moving mightily in Kensington, Lord, moving mightily there in that Kansas area, Father. That, Lord, you are using Olivia, Lord God, to influence and impact that city, Lord, Father God. And influence, Father, is changing as she is the. Father, we thank you, Lord, for using her as an instrument of your righteousness and of your glory, Father. But, Lord, we're using her, Lord God, to, to raise up a standard of righteousness, Lord God, in that store. Father, to raise up a standard of righteousness in that town, Lord, and in Paul, too, Lord, that you're using them mightily for to do great exploits, to bring salvation, to bring deliverance to those that are around them, Lord. And Father, we pray favor over Olivia right now with her, her boss, with her co-workers, with the people in her job, Lord God, that, Father, you planted her there, Father God, and we declare, Father God, that, that your will is going to be established, your plans are going to come forth, and that, Father, nothing can separate her from you, Father, nothing can separate her from your plan, nothing can separate her from your purposes, and, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, just use her, raise her up there, Lord, give her more uh Blessing, Father God, even in our place of work, Father God, just raise her up to be the head and not the tail. Father, we pray, Lord God, for promotion. We pray, Father, for financial promotion, Father, that you'd bring in the finances from the north, south, east, and west, Lord God, not only at the store, but every source and resource that you have for Paul and Olivia, Father, would be opened up in the name of Jesus so that they could be blessed to be a blessing, Father God. And we thank you, Lord God, that they are end-time stewards of your finances and of your wealth, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you use them, Lord God, to steward, Lord, this end-time move of God. And we thank you, Father God, that you're using them, Lord God, to pour water on the feet of your people, Lord God, and to refresh your servants, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you're using them, Father God, to serve their community, Father God, with the promise keepers and the, the store and everything that they put their hands to, Father, you're using them mightily. Now, Father, we ask, Lord God, to raise up. That, that healing in their lives, Father, raise up the healing anointing that it would be experienced and encountered in that Kansas area, Father, and from every person that hears the prayers out of, out of Paul's God, that, Lord, you would use them to touch the hearts of men, women, and children, Father. Now, Lord, we thank you, Lord, bless Olivia, Lord, to such a blessing to Paul, Father God, for, for being good to her husband, Lord, bless her, Father God, for uh, doing what it is. And, Lord, we just speak a blessing, Lord, over that they would just be in a unity, in, in a flow, that you would bring and a joy and a love in their marriage like never before. The wolves out, Lord God, anybody in that town that would try to scatter their enemies. And, Lord, bless those that are a blessing to them. And curse those that are a curse to Father, that you're moving. Lord, use them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Um, there at the end, you started breaking up. So, you know, we just got to get your mic dialed in. I don't know why it's breaking up, but it, it, you did good on it all the way to the end. I, I guess that fresh anointing was coming out of that prayer of yours. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> I had to go get the fire extinguisher. Amen. 
Amen. Well, praise God. I, uh, well, amen. Um, I'm done. Uh, you know, uh, tell Sherry hello and uh, have a good weekend. We'll see y'all tomorrow night. Um, and just call me whenever. I'm. You know, I, I got to get up at four. Um, I got to get these tamales going. I got you. Listen, cut, go ahead and cut out. I'm going to cut out. for Andrew and uh, for Ron, and then we're going to break for some Talk to you guys in the morning. All right, bless you, brother. Bye-bye. All right. All right, bye. All right, well, for those of you that are tuning in, for those of you that are tuning in, we're just going to speak a blessing over you. Uh, this is Prayer International Radio. Just want a uh, blessing to go out to Ron. If those of you are that are listening, we got a brother Ron that's out on the road driving uh, his truck uh, throughout the continental U.S. We just ask that you keep Ron in your prayers. Uh, also, we're asking in his legs tonight that the Lord would touch him in a mighty way. So, Father, we ask, Lord, your blessing over Ron. Lord, lead him in God's spirit as he drives. Father God, keep your angels around him, Father. Lord, we ask, Lord God, that you'd bless him, Lord God, in his body. Father, bless him, Father God. Bless his legs, Lord. Heal his legs, Father God. And, Lord, strengthen him as he's on the road, Lord God. Keep him close to your heart and surround him with your presence, Father. And we just thank you for everything that you're doing in Brother Ron's life, Lord God. Lord, just keep his ears open to your voice. Keep his eyes open to to what you're doing, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, that you're transforming him into the image of Christ, Lord. Your will be done in your kingdom come in Ron's life, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Lord, bless Brother Ron tonight. We just give you praise. And, Lord, right now we just lift up Sherry at Pet Prep Radio, Father. We ask, Lord, that you would bless Andrew Father, as he's there with her, Lord God, we pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you would just touch him in a mighty way. We speak over him. We speak healing over him concerning those kidneys. We speak healing and say dissolve those kidney stones in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Bless Sherry. Bless Andrew, Lord God. Bless their relationship, Father. Bless their family, Father God. We ask, Lord God, that you would move mightily in their midst, Lord. And again, we pray favor over them tonight, Lord. Be with them this week and and this coming week as they're making different decisions. And, Lord, we ask that your honor be with them, Lord. And we just ask this in And listen, we're going to go out about the last 15 minutes with some prayer. If you want to tune in, um, as, as always, you can always check out the archive and listen in. Uh, download them if you want to. We've got some wonderful music. So we're going to just uh, go ahead and, and just kind of shift gears for a minute and just give worship for you and soak in everything that you heard tonight. And uh, praise God.
Just to find 